Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding, and welcome to another episode of the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where every week I help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance the mission of your nonprofit or your freelance grant writing business. And this week, to help me do that, I have an amazing guest on the show, Christine Taylor, who is a talented and experienced grant writer, and she's also in my grant professional mentorship program. So we are definitely gonna take a deep dive into the world of grant writing and the incredible opportunities that grant writing presents. We're going to be discussing the importance of embracing discomfort in this field and the value of continuous learning and feedback in the grant review process. So through Christine's experience as a consultant, she knows it takes extra time and effort to become a peer reviewer and gain a deeper understanding of the grant writing landscape. She's also gonna discuss the mindset shift needed to transform her business and encourage us to challenge our beliefs and step outside of our comfort zones. Additionally, Christine's also going to share insights on the vital role of budgeting and following grant guidelines. With her vast experience as a federal grant reviewer and a grant consultant, she highlights the importance of providing detailed explanations and matching the budget narrative with the project description. (laughs) She definitely draws on this from her experience as a peer reviewer from the federal government. But that's not all. As I mentioned, she's also in our grant professional mentorship program, so we're going to explore the support of camaraderie among grant writers and the profound impact of having a strong support system like the mentorship program. She definitely credits this program with helping increase her rates and achieve her business goals. So we're going to hear all about that today. You're not going to want to miss out on this episode. And for all of today's show notes, you can go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 288. And you also find places to get a hold of Christine there. And she's also a grant writer for hire on our website. So definitely check out all of the things that she can offer your nonprofit, especially because she brings such a vast experience of federal grant reviewing to the table. So especially those of you out there who are writing federal grants or wanting to write a federal grant, Christine is for you. She definitely can see, she already knows the the other side of the coin with looking at federal grants as well. And she was also on our podcast before to give you the steps on, on how to become a grant reviewer. So I'll also put those in the show notes today. Once again, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 288. And before we get into our podcast episode with Christine today, I also want to let you know we do have amazing resources on our website. Definitely go there to join our Hub Haven, which is our weekly email newsletter of stress-free grant writing nuggets. And we'll also go ahead and drop in the podcast of the week and any upcoming um, things that we have going on. So definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com, click on the start here button, and you can join our newsletter. Another thing that you might want to join, especially for those of you who have a grant writing business already, and you're looking to hire someone, whether that's that is a consultant, a VA, an employee, etc. And you are finally at the point where you're like, I need to offload some of my work. And you're also looking to create more calendar time for yourself and maybe actually take a vacation this year because, oh my goodness, as your grant writing business grows, 
you can get so stuck in all of the things if you're not creating systems and if you're not creating a team and if you're not really working on mindset. So on September 19th, I am gonna show you my must-have system to double peace and profit in your growing grant writing business. If that sounds like something you wanna have in your growing grant writing business, you can register for free. That's happening once again September 19th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will also discuss more about our grant professional mentorship program, which opens the doors on September 19th until October 1st. So the doors will be open if you wanna join. This is the last time you can join in 2023 and we are really excited about it as we're adding more curriculum as we have our intense coaching program around this for a full 12 months you get curriculum coaching a community and a feedback system you also get opportunities to come on my podcast and to be featured as a grant writer for hire on my website just like christine taylor so for more of that, do jump over to that webinar where you will be added to the waitlist for our grant professional mentorship, and we'll be giving more information about that. Once again, you can jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 288 to find out where to sign up for that, that webinar, the must-have system to double peace and profit. That's happening September 19th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard. All right, let's go ahead and get back to our guest today. Once again, she is gonna be talking a lot about her experience as a federal grant reviewer and why that would be important for you, whether you're looking just to increase your grant writing skills or to start securing more grants for your clients, right? You wanna have, you wanna be able to secure more. Being a grant reviewer is one of the best things that you can do to increase your grant writing skills. And you don't even have to be a formal grant writer to be a grant reviewer. You don't have to have been paid in, in this field to be a grant reviewer. All you need is experience. So whether or not you're a volunteer, um, if you're an intern, if you are a grant writer, if you have a business, if you're just a peer in that space that makes sense for you to review grants. So we're gonna talk all about this today. So let's get into that right now. Here's Christine. Hello, Christine. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me, Holly. This is an honor. I really appreciate it. I'm excited about this because you're also in the mentorship program and you've been with me, like you've been a founder, like since we started. And I love seeing the growth of your business and seeing all the things that you do to help and serve nonprofits with grant writing specifically. So thank you for coming on the podcast because I know you're going to be giving away some great tips today about how to become a better grant writer and also how to be organized more as a freelance grant writer and some tips to give away for those of you who are out there who are wanting to start a business as well or grow one. So thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. So before we get into it, I love, as you guys know, I love asking uh, all of the guests on here, the amazing guests on the show, um, what really got them started in, in grant writing? So I'd love to hear your story because it's always so different. And I know it's going to resonate to a lot of you guys out there. So what got you started in grant writing? Well, I have a bachelor's in communications and I just started writing like short stories and then children's stories. And then I saw a listing for for a grant writer for a federal grant and I applied for it and I got the position and it was a little frustrating because the client wasn't following the guidelines. 
And and I said, this is not going to work because I'm quite sure the federal government is not going to look up links or you're just putting any any old thing in there. I said, that's not going to fly with the federal government. Yeah. So since then, I was like, all right, I really got to get a handle on this so I can explain to the client exactly what needs to be done, why it needs to be done that way in order to secure funding. So that's how it got started with grant writing. I love that. And I didn't know you were an author as well. I had no idea. I've known you for how many years? I didn't know you wrote children's books. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, well, they were little stories, not books, but they're, you know, stories. It was fun, but it wasn't helping with the bills. So yeah, Yeah. that's like a whole business by itself. I love meeting other authors. So, and, you know, especially coming from that, like, so you said communications bachelors, that's your background. Yes. Yes. So that's interesting too, because it's, it's funny. A lot of people in the grant space, it's like, we all have these different, like, journeys of getting here but some commonalities are like I hear communications English legal stuff a lot of that like kind of that analytical mind and really looking at that so has your communications degree how has that helped you as a grant writer what would you you know what I mean like what would you take away from that Uh, I would say it helped with definitely with writing Mm -hmm. and also with research. To me, research is fun. For Mm -hmm. others, maybe not so much, but I I really like the research aspect of grant writing. Yeah, yeah, you're right though, because yeah, communications would have a lot of that. You need to see both sides of the story. You need to kind of look at, you know, come in as objective as possible, like all of those things and a lot of writing. But I love that because yeah, you can apply even though there's not like usually a grant writer trajectory from like high school on like you can take whatever that is whatever your degree is in whatever your bachelor's or your master's or phd yes we do have some doctors in the program too right <laughs> dr Matella and all that and apply it to grant writing i love that um even some people they have very specific degrees but then they get into that cause area for writing grants right so it's it's cool that you can bring whatever specialty or passion you have and it sounds like your passion is really wrapped around research and writing bringing that to the table I love that yeah so on that note with you know, having these years of experience coming in. And I love that you came in and were like, even knowledgeable enough, and maybe your degree helps you with that to be like, wait a second, we we need to follow what's what's being asked. A lot of people don't know that and they learn it the hard way, right? By getting grants and all of that. So can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Like, how did you point that out? And then what was your experience? Especially you said it was a little frustrating. Like, were you kind of learning the hard way going, please do this. And then it wasn't being followed or. Yes, I I was leading with them. I was like, listen, we have to follow the guidelines. You need your budget. And they're like, oh, well, we'll just like put anything in there for now. And I'm like, you can't do that. You have to give line by line what exactly you're budgeting for and explain why you need those items. Just say, oh yeah, uh, just put approximately $500 for equipment. Okay, what equipment? And is it qualified for the, the government? Is that something that's allowable or no? So what really helped me a lot was when I started peer reviewing for the federal government. And then that's when I really honed in on, okay, this is not acceptable and this this is acceptable. Uh, what you have in your budget narrative 
needs to match what's in your project description. You can't say, okay, we want $10,000 for a kiosk and you put that in your budget, but you didn't mention anywhere in your application that you're going to use this kiosk to help treat patients or whatever the case may be. So you can't have something in the budget and you're not explaining it. That's basically what I I have to tell some of the clients. Mm -hmm. And it would be helpful if they kind of do the budget in the beginning instead of waiting for the end. Because like I said, I've had a few clients slip in a little detail, a little item in the budget at the last minute. Now I have to go all the way back from the beginning and I got to make sure everything is cohesive because you put in that one item and now it's going to cost you my time to do that. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's huge, right? That's woman power that they're going to be losing out on because you have to spend your time doing that. And if you're you're getting hired as a consultant, that's also an extra fee, right? So it's extra yes. time, it's extra work put on that. So when, and I love that you're talking about this and I love that this is like one of your, the things that you talk about um, is to say, hey, one of the key tips on how you can become a better grant writer is apply to be a peer reviewer, right? That's what's really helped your skills as well, right? So you really can be, oh no, this is what the grant funder is looking for and really understand that process. Because a lot of people just, you know, they write more grants, they write more grants, they write more grants, but they're not really learning from the feedback maybe that they can get from a grant review process and really not, they're taking a little personally instead of like looking at like what's going on here. So has that really helped you become a better grant writer, like enhance your skills even more since you've been- Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because as a peer reviewer, when you're reviewing a grant, like let's say a federal grant and they have list, uh, you know, section A, B, C, and D, like there are certain items in section A that you need to, you know, address. But as a reviewer, if I don't see those items in section A and I have to look in section D or E, I'll probably deduct points Yeah, because, you know, you're making it hard for the reviewer. I mean, reviewers are just like you. We have families, we have obligate other obligations or what have you we have to eat mm-hmm. and it would make life so much easier for the reviewer and the applicant if you just go step by step and follow along then you your chances of getting awarded are increased mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. And I love that. And I know that we've talked about that before. So I'll definitely link it to that podcast because we talked about like the grant, how to become a federal grant reviewer, a peer reviewer. And that is like so good. That's been one of the things that I always preach on to all y'all like do that. And I love that you picked it up and did that when I recommended it. And now you've been a reviewer for years and you're like, this works and you get paid. You just said you finished up a, a grant review just this week. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, yeah. <laughs> This went through another panel. Um, And what's great about that too, is you really get to know the federal agencies and how they work. And you also get paid a stipend. So do you just want to talk about that a little bit? Like what are all the benefits of being a peer reviewer and kind of what that is? Well, the benefits for me were that now, since I've been on the other side of the table, when I sit down to actually write a grant, I'm thinking not only about following the funder's requirements, but I'm thinking about the person who's going to be reading this. Am I boring them? Am I putting them to sleep? Am I just like viewing out facts and figures? Or am I adding like a little graphic to like break things up so they're not falling asleep while they're reading it? You know, Um, little little tricks like that. And like I said, the review process, well, it depends on the agency, like the administration for Native Americans. I think to me, that's the most stringent agency when it comes to reviewing. 
Mm-hmm. They're very, very strict. And my first review, federal review, was with Department of Agriculture, USDA. That was my introduction. And yeah, everyone has their own guidelines, but they basically have the same theme throughout. This is A, B, and C. Like I said, it's mm-hmm. very orderly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. So in order to peer review, you just have to fill out their applications. Mm-hmm. And they're always looking. Some of the agencies, depending on which agency it is, they might require require a certain background, like if it's in science or something like that, or definitely yeah. science or medical yeah. in the medical field. But other reviewer, than- they're looking for peers in the in the field, right? Yeah. 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 That they're funding. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that your background, what I love about this is that it doesn't mean you have to have had a job or education in that area. Yes, it can help. But if you volunteered or if you worked around that, you can add that experience as well. So they're just looking for people who understand when they get a grant, some of that common lingo from that cause area or from that field, right? And that would understand like, would this work, this program? you know, is this really adequate funding for what they're trying to do? Like to have that, that pure in the, in the room. Right. So, um, don't be scared. Don't think, oh, I've got to have a PhD in this to apply or, (laughs) right. Or have worked as a high level executive in the field. No, they just want to know people who are out there who understand it. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you, I'm sure like then you can bring all of the areas as what what's great as as a freelance grant writer because especially if you're working with a lot of different nonprofits, most of you out there, even if you're a special a specialist, right, you've probably taken on outside work. So your field then enlarges about your experience. Like if you've worked with multiple nonprofits with different backgrounds, you can even bring that to your resume, right? So absolutely, yeah. yeah. Even um, I did a, a, a review for an applicant, well, a client, I guess you could say. They had someone write the grant, but they had me review it prior to them submitting it to that particular agency. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was a big help too. I'm not sure if they got funded or not, but I reviewed that grant as if I was sitting on a panel and mm-hmm. I said, this is not good. This is not good. I would mm-hmm. deduct the points for that. That and they went and they they made the correction. So I love that. It, it, it was helpful. Yeah, you know, I never thought about that because I do a lot of grant reviewing as well, right? And throughout the and also like you guys, you know, for you guys and looking over grants and all of that. And it's probably a lot of that experience has come from all of my years of being a peer reviewer because like that's what you do. <laughs> You just bring it to the table. So that's a a great skill that you you offer nonprofits too, not just writing grants, but also reviewing them before they submit. Because that's going to just increase their chances so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know universities that just hire grant review agencies just to review their grants before they submit them, right? That that is so valuable. So for you to bring in that expertise, you know, that's awesome. So yeah, definitely that's something you can do for um, uh, nonprofits besides grant writing, which you're also doing. And I love that. Um, now, as a, as a tip, we're definitely going to get where people can find you. And it's all going to be in the show notes too, because I know people are already like, oh my gosh, 
I want Christine to look up my grant. Um, so putting on your hat now as a have a grant professional, having a company and running that, what are some tips that you can give to other people who are freelance grant writers or um, wanting to start a freelance grant writing business that has really helped your business? Taking your course, becoming it's <laughs> not fair to say that. Take yeah, taking a course, studying, reading, definitely reading a lot, even getting going on grants.gov, pulling up an application and reading through it just to get yourself familiarized with federal grants. If that's, you know, that's what you're going to be doing. I love that because yeah, the better, like you're really looking at saying, Hey, focus on your business. Yes. But also focus on your skill growth because yeah. the more skilled you become, right. And I love that, that angle, like the more skilled you become, the more higher deliverables you can give and the easier your jobs are going to get to secure. And you're also going to increase your confidence, right. Through that. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. So I love that you come from that angle as well. And, and for all of you too, like what I love, what you do as part of your marketing. And I know Dr. Bev has said this about you too, as well. Like we love it is um, you post grant opportunities all the time on LinkedIn. Love it. And you, you connect them to like, you're like, Hey, this grant opportunity is available. It's like every day, like there's something out there like that you're yep. posting. <laughs> it's been very consistent four years. So if you guys are looking and want to know more grant opportunities that Christine has actually vetted and looked in herself, definitely follow on LinkedIn. Where can, where, is it just Christine Taylor, right? We can definitely put that in the show notes as well. Uh, yeah, just Christine Taylor. Yeah. Awesome. I got to change, I got to change my LinkedIn title. But that's fine. Keep it as it is now. People find it, but we'll, we'll put the link in there, but that's a great way to market as well. So, um, you know, and, and it keeps you looking through grants and seeing what's out there. Absolutely. So, yeah. And is this, are you very general? It seems like it's pretty general with what you post as far as the different cause areas. It's definitely very general. And it's ironic because I ran across a grant uh, a week ago and I introduced that grant to an old client of mine and they were so appreciative. They didn't ask me to write it yet, but still Mm -hmm. you never know how these things come back around. So uh, I just put it out there and I know eventually something will come back but oh, yeah. um, it's, it's very general. Yeah, I love that. There's always different opportunities. Um, so you're really staying on the pulse of what's going on. And it's, it's funny because way back in the day when I first started my email newsletter, I would do that. I would send like 10 open a week, but it was a lot of work. And I stopped doing it because I was like, whoa, <laughs> so it's a lot of work. So I just applaud you because I know the work that it takes going into that scene. If it's if it's open right now, if it's a good you know fit for you know anybody, like you know, if you really support that. So I really appreciate that work. So it is a treasure trove, really, you guys. So definitely follow Christine on LinkedIn because that is a treasure trove of opportunities. Even if they've already closed, you can look back through your post for things that have been open before that fit your cause area. And what's great about that is they might be reopening again, or at least you can go. She has all the links, right? You have all the links there. So you can go and check it out and see if that's going to be coming up again. So thank you for your, um, for doing that as a, as a service and as a value for people. That's really huge because that takes a lot of work. Thank you. 
Love that. So um, I just wanted to also bring up the mentorship program because we will be opening the doors very, very soon. And I want to be able to say, especially you've been at it from when it was a membership before and now it's gone through like all these evolutions. <laughs> I'm like, as a founder of the program, I just really want to highlight too what you have taken away. And so people have an opportunity to hear about it from someone who's in the program still. <laughs> so I love it. So what are some of the things with the mentorship program? Um, and that mentorship program is really for people who have businesses and they want to grow their grant writing businesses and scale it efficiently and peacefully. Um, what are some things like the major takeaways and how it has it impacted your business? There's quite a few takeaways. Uh, my top four, three or four would be uh, the camaraderie, knowing that I'm not alone. There are other grant writers that are in my same position. We're going through the same obstacles where, and we support each other. That's a big help because, you know, grant writing could be, you feel like you're all alone sometimes, especially if you work out of your home and mm -hmm. you're not in the office with other grant writers. That's a big one. Um, I like how you, in a nice way, help us get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm you know, pushing us to do what we probably wouldn't do if we didn't have that little Holly voice in the back saying, you could do it, go ahead, you can do it. Because I read somewhere, because you also have like these lists of books to read. And I'm not sure if, which book it was in, but I read somewhere, or maybe I heard it, that FEAR is the F-E-A-R is the acronym for false evidence appearing real mm -hmm. so just go ahead and do it anyway yeah so yep. that's very that's very helpful because there are some times where a potential client will ask me well oh well could you do x y and z and then in the back of my head i'm like i never did x and y but i did z but <laughs> he said i could do it just go ahead and say yes and you know we'll figure it out so mm -hmm. that that's very helpful that's help pushed me and now I'm able to, well, I've increased my rates since, right. the, since uh, being in this membership. Mm -hmm. And the other one, I think this was in another book that you suggested, mm -hmm. uh, my thoughts will change my outcome. So yeah. as I continue to write grants, study and develop my mind, it helps develop my business and helps me achieve my business goals. That's all I can think of right now because I'm still kind of nervous about this whole process. But <laughs> you got this. You got this. That's the be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. So those are great too. And I, yeah, I think those, some of that, I think one of them was from the big leap. I know Gay Hendricks, we love that book. And that was a lot of that, maybe the fear one, the false evidence appearing real, but that's really, it's so true, right? When we really think about our thoughts and a lot of the work we do in the mentorship program is on mindset and it's on changing belief systems and all of that. So you know, a lot of us don't come into having a freelance grant writing business or a grant writing agency with experience about like pricing and, and all of that. And so it's like learning all the things, um, but it, it does force you to change, right? So yes. it, I love that you're really embracing our book club, <laughs> our book club in there and loving how all those books um, really speak to you through that change, right? Because a lot of these things can be scary. You're like, I've never done that before. You know, they're asking me to do this. I don't know how to do that. There's imposter syndrome with that, all the things. But if you have the support team to learn how to do it and then to get a review before you send it to clients, like, like we have in the program, yes. then you can, you know, you can feel more confident, right? Absolutely. So I love seeing the evolution of your business. And you 
even through that, um, the grant, like that's where you learned about how to become a peer reviewer. And now you've been doing that for years and how much that's increased your business um, as well. So I just, I love that so much. And I love all of the value that you bring to the mentorship at program. Be like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing it too. So I love it so much, but um, yeah, so definitely um, the takeaways really from this, any grant writer out there listening, really consider about becoming a peer reviewer, right? That's one of the things that has really transformed your, your business and adhere, like you said, to the application, right? So write, answer the right questions, don't go off on your own tangent. <laughs> and then of course, as a, as a freelance grant writer, then really surround yourself with people and that support system as well. Yeah, any other takeaways um, before we close out today, Christine? That's all I can think of right now. You kind of put me on the spot. It, it's great to network with others. Yeah. The, the membership is, is a great way to build relationships. It, it's a very comfortable space where you can be vulnerable. You can discuss working with you know difficult clients and you can also celebrate your wins and everyone's cheering you on. So it, it, it's a great place. I, I look forward to signing up again for next year and just Love keep helping. <laughs> yes. One thing too, right before we, we sign off is, you know, you talked about increasing your prices. That's been a process that are part of one of the results through the mentorship that's helped yep. you increase your prices. Can you just kind of talk about like, what was your thought process behind that? Like, how did that help you increase your price? Was it through some of the conversations? Was it just like having a system to look at your numbers and really understanding pricing from that perspective? Or how was that helpful for you? One of the workshops we had, I think we discussed the pricing mm -hmm. and then something just clicked. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know what? I am not charging enough for my services. <laughs> and I had to have a, a mind shift. Mm. And within that, workshop that we had I, I really I really thought about it and you know after increasing my price uh, a potential client called me up and they needed work and I said oh yeah well my price is x y and z and they're like oh okay I was like oh <laughs> okay you're like it's not too high I'm not gonna scare away people was that kind of like what you were thinking like ooh, was it kind of yeah scary? yeah exactly so mm -hmm. That was really helpful. And I think, well, I'm sure each year my price will uh, definitely increase. Oh, absolutely. And I love that so much, like just looking at it and going, oh, wait a second, having the confidence to do it, right? It's always yeah. scary. The first time when you raise your rates for anyone, it's like, oh, here it is. I'm going to drop it for the first time, my, my price increase. But then if you don't get any pushback, they're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I could even go up more. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. But understanding your value too, and how you talked about like the books, like that has that also been helpful to support like you understanding your value too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, like I said, it, after reading you know several of the books, it, you get a mind shift. You you start thinking differently, and you start valuing um, not only your business but yourself as a as a person. It's like, well, you know, I'm worth this and more, mm -hmm. and I'm putting out you know my time and my energy to do this special skill for you to help you know to help others. So uh, these are my rates. 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's so awesome. I love it when I see confidence. I'm like, whoa, yes, because it's like understanding that value is like it can be very difficult for so many people, right? Especially when we're starting, they're like, I don't know, like, because as a when you're selling products, it's a little bit easier. Like, oh, this is the expense for the materials to make the thing. The service based agencies, it's a lot more tricky. And if you look up grant writer rates on the internet, there's prices all over the map, right? So it's kind of like, how do I do this? So I love that you've been able to really like it's clicked and you're like, okay, I understand this more and I can walk into this with confidence and feel valued in this. Like yeah. that is magic. It really is. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love it. My mission. <laughs> <laughs> I know people are going to want to contact you and see all the cool things that you're doing. Where can people um, find you? Uh, I have a website www.christine-taylor.com and that's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. You can also contact me through LinkedIn or directly email C-L-O-L-A T-A-Y-L-O-R at gmail.com. And I'll have all these links in the show notes too. So yeah, so I'll definitely put it there. And okay. another place too you can find Christine is actually on my Hire a Grant Writer page on the website Grant Writing and Funding. So yeah, you're also listed there. Uh, we've got all of our grant writers and we've been working with Christine for so long. We love all the services that you provide. So definitely reach out to Christine if you're looking for grant writing for your nonprofit or as she mentioned, grant reviewing and grant research and you do some strategic planning as well. So definitely contact uh, Christine if you want to have some of your grant writing needs met. We can do that for you. So thank you so much for Christine for coming on the show today, for coming on the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast and being in the membership program, you bring so much value to it. So thank you for coming on and being vulnerable and sharing with us today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it very much. In the program. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode today with Christine Taylor. Amazing. All of the knowledge she dropped, all of the changes she's seen in her business with the Grant Professional Mentorship Program, and all of just what she brings to the table with her experience. Once again, for all of today's show notes, go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 288. And if you are looking to hire a person who is very familiar with federal grants, Go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash hire dash a dash grant dash writer. You can definitely see Christine there. We'll also have the link in the show notes today. So you'll want to get a hold of Christine so she can go ahead and help you write those federal grants since she is an expert in reviewing them. And once again, if you want to join our free masterclass, the must have system to double peace and profit in your growing grant writing business happening on September 19th at 3 p.m. Eastern, do jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 288. We'll have the link on the bottom and it should also pop up on the page while you're there. But this is for you if you already have a grant writing business and you're ready to create more systems, you're ready to create more revenue, but with more calendar time. That's definitely for you. You're gonna wanna join that masterclass and we'll be opening our grant professional mentorship program only from September 19th until October 1st. This is the last time we have this program open for the for 2023, so you're definitely gonna to wanna to get in there if you're at the point in your business where you're like, I'm ready to start growing it, I'm burning myself out, I need to create more systems that really make sense for me. 
program. So we are going to be having a kickoff training to reset your business on October 3rd when you join. And we have a lot of other things with all of the curriculum, coaching, community, and feedback system to help you grow over 12 months in your business. So do make sure you join our grant professional mentorship while the doors are open. All right. And if you love this podcast, as always, please do me a favor and leave a review on your podcast listener as that does help other folks find your podcast. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.